Hello and welcome to All Indians Matter. I am Ashraf Engineer. Roughly 1.3 million people die every year in road accidents across the world, according to the World Health Organization, with India accounting for 11% of these deaths despite having only 1% of the world's vehicles. So serious is the matter that Road Transport Minister Nitin Gadkari went on record to say that India's road accident situation is more dangerous than the COVID-19 pandemic. Road accident injuries, whether to motorists or pedestrians, also cause considerable economic loss to individuals, their families and to nations as a whole. These are due to the cost of treatment as well as lost productivity of the victims as well as their families who need to take time off from work or school to care for them. Shockingly, such accidents cost most countries 3% of their gross domestic product, with it being monsoon season when India's roads are even more treacherous. This is of particular concern. All Indians matter. We have on the show Madhav Pai, Program Executive Director at the World Resources Institute, India Ross Centre. He spearheads a large urbanization policy research and prototyping support program that informs key areas of India's urban growth story. For the last two decades, Madhav has led, designed and implemented urban programs and projects in over a dozen countries. Madhav is a systemic thinker who combines his academic training in engineering and transport planning with his acumen in finding systemic solutions to complex urban problems. India's urbanization challenges are a key research focus for him. Madhav joined WRI India in 2008 and has pioneered several new and innovative methods to overcome barriers to the implementation of environmentally and financially sustainable infrastructure. Under his leadership, the team has informed several policy discussions at the national, state and city level on road safety, urban transport, transit-oriented development, electric mobility, urban and regional planning and clean air. Welcome, Madhav. Hi. Madhav, according to a World Bank report, India has 4.5 lakh road crashes every year in which 1.5 lakh people die. India tops the world in road crash deaths and injuries 53 crashes every hour, killing one person every four minutes. Could you detail more how serious the situation is? Well, I think the numbers you've laid out, uh, you know, just conveys how serious the situation. And I think I simply always say, you know, if you think, I mean, all of us have lost someone we know, a friend, a family member to a road crash. So it's not like it's it's far away. It, it touches all our lives. And not just the crashes, right? The four and a half lakh serious accidents. I mean, the other thing is if you get into an accident, you know, whether it's a broken leg or a, you know, broken shoulder, sit at home for a month, two months, three months for recovery, you put on 10 pounds, 10 kilos, and then, you know, you're dealing with diabetes. And, you know, so it's a very serious issue that I think is relevant for each one of us in India. And, you know, what the reason is, it's not just government that can solve this problem. It will require all of us to make certain choices. And that's why it's important for this to be a much broader conversation. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more, Madhav. And could you talk about this from a pedestrian's point of view also? Yeah, I mean, uh, I live in Mumbai. And, you know, I mean, you know, in general, in India, you know, pedestrians are everywhere. You know, whether you are on a highway going you know, from one village to another in Himachal Pradesh or whether you are walking on the streets, I would, you know, if you stop anywhere and look around and count the number, you will count more people walking 
or on foot than in vehicles right and so this is india right everybody walks but a lot of people use motorcycles right but we design our roads for cars and making it unsafe for people walking for people on motorcycles so you know we because this road building is a west you know it, it's a very western sort of concept that was brought to india we build for cars but majority of the users are actually not cars and that's the result why we are seeing this sort of large number of crashes and fatalities on roads and that's a really interesting perspective madhu i don't think most people actually look at it that way but now when you explain it that way it all becomes very very clear now madhu the monsoon further complicates all of this doesn't it yeah of course i mean you know i always you know i and you know again again trying to make this more relatable you know i was talking to a friend and he said and you know we, you know both of us used to live in the us and he said are you know i was driving to kerala and on the highway there was a speed breaker and it's like you have to but i you know i told him but you know if you have to understand there were two villages probably you know that this highway has cut and now those people who have been sort of walking about for years and what happens is every single speed breaker that you encounter is especially if it's built by the community it's after there is a major accident or a death so every time if we encounter a speed breaker we should realize that it is actually somebody's life that has been lost and that's why it's there right it's it's quite i mean so i think so monsoon just makes it worse i think uh, you know two wheelers become much more unsafe and so one of the things that we say you know and you know most of the converse if you in mumbai for example right every monsoon we all hear only about potholes and i'm not saying potholes is not a problem potholes is a problem needs to be addressed quality you know that contractor should be held accountable but at the same time i think when we think of a road or a street right more people are walking on it and you know we have to think about their safety two wheelers also and so you know in a city like bombay that's why we call this thing called safer by design is you know in a bombay you don't have to move faster than 30 kilometers an hour you can't even if you want to i think <laughs> correct so even in the peak hour you can barely move at like 7 8 kilometers but by design you know we can make this road be 30 kilometers an hour you know and once you make it by design 30 kilometers an hour then the motorcycles move at a slower speed and the vehicles generally move at a slower speed and it just makes and i'll tell you why you know one of the things we say is that if there is a road crash at 30 kilometers an hour the likelihood of that fatality that injury being serious is about 20% the same thing if a crash happens at 40 or 45 kilometers an hour the likelihood of that crash becoming serious is 70 80% so it's almost so to keep speed below 30 kilometers an hour in cities just improves the safety of the whole system and 30 kilometers an hour in a city is good enough because you know in the peak hour anyway you move at that speed so i think this is how we can make it safer by design then it doesn't matter even if it's monsoon and if you slip the likelihood of that becoming a serious fatal so monsoon or not monsoon the fact that we need to design our city streets to be 30 kilometers an hour and i'll give you I mean, you know you look at the bandra verli and what i mean by design huh? that's why traffic engineering if you look at the bandra verli ceiling huh? you know when we say that a street when there is no traffic 
if you allow people to drive on it the speed at which 95% of the people will drive that's actually the design speed of the street so it's not then you can't you know there if you put a 50 kilometer sign that's actually making it unsafe for everybody but there are ways you can design you know you can make the lanes a little narrower you can put speed breakers which are not vehicle breakers but are <laughs> you know good well designed speed humps you know could you make sure that you know people can't see very far you know so that you know they so there are ways in which you can put trees you can put so there are ways in which we can by design make the streets a certain speed and that speed should be 30 kilometers an hour on highways 50 kilometers an hour but inside the city there is just no reason to do it even if you look at bombay the three top locations where fatalities happen in this 2017 2018 data two are on eastern express highway one is where the bandravali ceiling you know sort of uh, meets you know where just at the beginning of the bandravali again these are all highway locations so this is a fat- so speed brings fatalities so if we are serious about protecting lives and saving people then we have to slow down our streets in our cities so yeah. and are any particular groups more vulnerable uh, children for instance of course children and elderly i mean elderly i feel like almost are not vulnerable they just are you know their vulnerability is because they don't leave the house then they get other lifestyle diseases you know depression you know all of those so you know i think uh, and same thing with children right i mean we today you know i mean when i was growing up in mumbai when very few cars you know my parents never stopped me from going on the street but today i mean i wouldn't allow my daughter to walk out on the street and then it has implications right i mean it has mental health implications it has you know so all of that i mean it's just beyond just getting into a crash or a fatality i do think that and you know one of the things that i also say you know for you know everybody says you know but cars have to move for cities economy to run and all of that it's fine you know if you move at 30 kilometers an hour you should fine but from if you are just to think about from the cars perspective so right see one of the things and this is one of the things that happens is you know every time there is a pedestrian uh, that comes in the way of a car and if the car is say moving at 30 kilometers an hour and it breaks it's not just that the car is impacted that point is impacted the speed of that car is say 30 kilometers an hour you know another 150 200 300 meters every vehicle has to slow down so every time there is what we call a where there are two things that are on a path of a collision so you know there is a, a conflict every time there is a conflict whether it's between a pedestrian and a car a pedestrian and a two wheeler a two wheeler and a car basically and the two vehicles break to avoid collision it actually slows down traffic behind for 100 meters to and in india we just don't provide the space for pedestrians you know bombay if you go on any road you know go to if you are on sv road or lbs you know we have never provided adequate space so people are out on the road they are out on the road means every car is trying to avoid them means they are slowing down traffic so actually if we provide adequate space for pedestrians then we will actually improve the flow of traffic right this logic i think people have to understand that's why i said you know this is not about i think everybody we need to understand this issue and then actually ask for these things we all want wider roads you know if you talk to a taxi guy or even if you talk to a bhaji wala and say you know what do we need to do he'll say we need to widen the roads but actually we don't need to widen the roads we need to allow smooth flow of traffic we need to allow people to walk so you can walk 3 4 kilometers in mumbai anyway you know in 4 5 kilometers you know you can walk i mean if you have good walking you will never actually take the bus to the station you will just walk and i think 
that actually will improve the traffic situation so i think this realization we have to get right and uh, madhav given the rate of crashes that we have is alarmingly high the fatalities injuries etc what is the economic implication of all this yeah, you know it's a huge right? i mean every time you know typically if you say also where the most deaths happen they are in men huh, 25 to 40 are the most vulnerable like most most deaths actually happen in this category so you know this is the people who are the more earning members of the family so you know i mean one person like this dies i mean it just basically puts a family like this in debt for a lifetime i mean you know it just sort of reduces opportunities for everybody else in the family to go to education so so i think that's it's quite a significant uh, implication like i said the other thing you know even if you get into accident na i mean if you break a leg I mean, and most people who ride motorcycles, you know, will tell you they have had an accident, they've broken a leg, they've sat at home for three months, and then they've put on twenty to ten kilos of weight, and ten kilos of weight brings a lot of other, you know, costs. So whether, so I think this is severe. I mean, you know, you saw the World Bank number is there. I mean, three percent of GDP and all of that. But I mean, I think if we were to relate to ourselves also, I mean, there's clearly all of us will know the cost, and of course, cost of a near and dear one also has. इंडिया रोड कांग्रेस but you know still i mean i think the main bureaucrats or you know government officials who run you know whether it's municipal corporation engineers or police i think uh, you know still don't i mean always you know the feeling is i mean for the traffic police their job is to move traffic right i mean and they are doing it they want faster roads wider roads for it so i think to be able to bring this systems thinking perspective there i think also you know these are political issues not tomorrow if i go and slow a fast road i mean you know people will be up in arms so it, it is a policy issue it's an implementation issue but it is also sort of this issue of communicating to a large because it's political right i mean you have to communicate that actually doing this eventually is good for all of us and it might impact you personally because your commute will probably increase by 20 minutes but you know these are the other good benefits that will come out of this right so this it's not an easy conversation you know we have to do it different slowly you know a lot of times now a lot of cities have been using you know trials like temporary you know using paints and bollards and ropes you know san francisco in fact city of san francisco decided that they want to slow all their streets down to less than 30 kilometers an hour and they said we will do this by doing it temporarily first right where we will use bollards we will use ropes paints so people get used to this new status quo they can raise their complaints they can and then once there is a general acceptance then they will move it to becoming more permanent so cities have been using so it's not just an implementation it's right it's also a change in status quo right it's a, there we all have status quo bias and i think this is you have to change that status quo bias and you know if you are not an expert in this topic you don't really deal with it suddenly your commute has gone from 1 hour to 1 hour for 30 minutes you are going to complain about it so how do we change the status quo bias how do you build a communication campaign around it so i think it requires a little bit of everything but one is to identify this understand what is the right solution and then you know more systematically try to drive change you know it's a systems change i mean people yeah so it requires all parts to change 
So, you know, we, that's why, you know, even in Bombay, we have started to do this status quo bias change. You know, we've been doing these temporary installations. You know, we did this one at HP Junction. A lot of places now across India, we are doing this, doing painting, you know, making people realize, you know, you know, if you go to a junction and see all the spaces that have dust, na, that's where actually no vehicles are there. That space actually should not be for road. You should paint it, make it safe. Pedestrians can stay there, be safe. So I think this is how you change status quo bias and create the acceptance, right? And so that also convinces the police. So once we did this whole Bandra HP Junction trial, police also realized actually narrowing and streamlining the streets improved traffic flow. And the pedestrians' lives also improved. So I think then they were all convinced saying, nay, nay, let's do this. So, you know, I think that's how I think we need to go about this. So in this context, Father, what is traffic engineering and how will it help? So what... You know, at traffic engineering was something that was invented in the US. It was invented, you know, when cars came about. Right? In the US, 90% of the people travel using cars. In India, or in Mumbai, you know, only 3% people use cars. Right? About 40-45% people are only walking. Then the rest use public transport. Most of them also walk to public transport. So now, you have to engineer the road space, which is a public space or the right, you know, we don't want to call it road space also, right? We want to engineer that space to facilitate the movement of the people, right? If majority of the people are walking, you have to give them adequate space. So we have to engineer our roads to meet to the demand. And I think that's what traffic engineering is. And traffic engineering typically has two, three ideas. You know, one is to make sure that you are facilitating smooth movement of people or vehicles, right? And in our case, we are only thinking about moving cars. But I think once we think about two-wheelers and moving people, then, you know, we will design it very differently. And that's why I said these are two, three things. I talked about conflict. So when you, to ensure smooth movement, you have to reduce conflicts. And this conflict is not just between vehicles, right? It's also between cars. We use signals also. But then the rest of the way, so one is to reduce conflicts. The other is this idea of shockwave that I told, that every time there is a conflict, you know, the impact is not felt just there, but maybe four, 500 meters back. And it has huge implications. So I think this idea of shockwave needs to be understood. And again, you know, you need to design. The other thing is that we need to the idea of design speed that I explained earlier. That, you know, design, you can design a facility for the speed at which you want vehicles and people to travel. And posting a speed limit is not the trick. It's actually doing the design with these features of you know how wide a lane is how far you can see a speed hub which is what we call you know a well-designed speed breaker all of those things can be used so traffic engineering is essentially you know using uh, is to design the street so that you can facilitate smooth movement at traffic at the speed that you desire that people should move that's traffic engineering and i think that is what i think uh, we need to develop as a science in our cities because we have just adopted uh, Western thinking about it, but given the high number of pedestrians, etc., yeah. I think in India we need to develop this for ourselves. Yeah. So, so since you mentioned pedestrians, what is pedestrianization and how would that help? So there are two things. Yeah? Pedestrians, you know, most pedestrians die while crossing. So we have to make the crossing safe. You know, you cast for vulnerable groups, right? So if a 75-year-old person is crossing, you know, you can't expect him to run. Or think about a 75-year-old woman wearing a sari trying to cross. Right? She can't cross. She can go maybe 15-20 meters at one time. So if we create adequate stopping spaces and design the junction well, then, you know, you can 
basically. So one is to design the junctions for people to cross and stop. Effectively, the other is to provide adequate space for people to walk. These are the basic two things that make a city more pedestrian friendly. A lot of times we only provide the sidewalks, but we forget the junctions. And, you know, that is where also the whole safety comes. So I think the junctions plus the width of the sidewalks is an issue. So I think that, see, the other thing, in the, the other challenge, and, you know, again, it's not very simple, right? I mean, the big fear is that, you know, we also have vending that comes. And, you know, vending has its place in our cities. So how do we accommodate vending and making sure that adequate space is there for walking becomes the challenge. And again, I think you can do some of this with good design, design features, etc. So, yeah. A while ago, the WRI Ross Center for Sustainable Cities and the Global Road Safety Facility of the World Bank came up with some interesting research which talked about the safe systems approach. What is safe systems? Yeah, again, you know, it's what I've been talking about. You know, safe system is, you know, like I said, you know, if it said, if you allow people to move at a speed where the crash is not going to be dangerous, then it's a safe system, right? I mean, it's a system, you know, road is a system. And if we want people to use it safely, so if there is a certain volume of pedestrians and a certain, then you have to design it in a way that, you know, if a crash happens, it's not fatal, right? So, I mean, a highway, the speed might be different on a highway. And if on a highway, if there is a particular place where people are crossing, then we need to find a safe way in which they can cross. With inner city, I think it is to allow them to cross, you know, at the right places and generally slow down the system. So I think a safe system is where, you know, people are able to do their activities without putting their lives at risks. And uh, in this case, I think the idea is to, you know, what we call, you know, have lower design speeds, providing adequate space for vulnerable users, which are pedestrians and cyclists, and that all increase the safety of the system. Right. So, Madhav, tell us about WRI India's street design projects in India. Give us a broad overview. See, we've been, uh, you know, working mainly in cities, just trying to... uh, you know, work with municipal corporations and traffic police to make these points, right? That we need, that actually providing adequate space for pedestrians will improve traffic flow, uh, will reduce road fatalities, you know, will make more people walk and ideally walk and cycle. That will actually further reduce the demand on people moving in cars and and motorcycles, etc., and sort of in general improve the livability, the quality of life, the health of our cities. So I think this is what we propagate. And it's hard, like I said, you know, this is hard for, you know, people who have experienced the status quo for many years. So we, we try many approaches. We, we go and we do policy advocacy. We try to help with write the new rules and codes. But then I think one of the things through our, you know, experimented trials, we realized also that to do these sort of trials with like temporary materials to change and demonstrate how this sort of what we are saying actually will function and this change in status quo bias. And then I think once that's done, then, you know, you can go to the more permanent infrastructure. So, you know, we do a range of things. We do very high level policy advocacy. So we informed the Motor Vehicle Amendment Act, you know, with research and publications. Then at the local level, we work, do trainings for traffic police, uh, you know, city engineers, just to bring these concepts of traffic engineering, etc. We actually go into counting. We've been now figured out a way to count the number of pedestrians using, you know, doing some AI and other things from 
like video feed so if you have a photo i can tell you how many pedestrians are there and you know this we want to allow everybody to use so that they can and to tell because nobody knows how many pedestrians are there you know even an informed urban designer if can you tell me what is the range he will be off by 10 you know we are so off because this is numbers high. so we do create this tools and data and all of that and then we also work with municipal corporations to do trials so that we can change the status quo bias and then really create that proof of concept before then it is more sort of you know mainstreamed and then we work with then you know and what is the response been like from municipal corporations local administrations it's it's very good i mean i think they have been very receptive especially in mumbai i think in delhi you know so more and more they realize the value because you know it's that their lives are also tough right i mean they are every day dealing with fatalities they are dealing with this crazy traffic congestion you know they are dealing with people jumping I mean jumping means into like running streams of traffic slowing everything yeah. down <laughs> and so i think uh, bringing this sort of systems thinking perspective clearly demonstrate that things improve and once they see it but i think at the same time i think uh, there are some people whose daily commutes get impacted and they there is a, they create you and cry about it so i think we need to create a broader understanding of this in the community and i think that will help also accelerate some of these ideas in fact you know if you see some good implementations in a few places you should demand for it right so i think the more people demand the more action we will see i think that's the side where we haven't done very well and i think we need to do a lot more better communication outreach uh, and maybe some other organizations are better suited to doing that than us so that you know there is a bigger demand for this sort of safe street safe systems for Uh, moving around in our cities so what's next for wri india on this front oh we want to keep pushing right our vision is that you know all citizens of our cities are able to walk freely comfortably in our cities so so yeah where we want to keep pushing i mean i think where we have had successful trials we want to work with them to mainstream it we want like hundreds of kilometers of streets to become friendly in places where these ideas are new we want to help with demonstrating and we want to be able to spread our message as wide and far as possible so that more and more see we are a small organization we are like maybe 20 people you know we can only do so much but we will do our best and we will really look for support from everybody else to see how our voice and our message and our knowledge can be taken to more and more people across the country and the world so that we all have sort of safer lives right so mother here's a question i ask all my guests at the end of the show why do you do this work look i grew up in mumbai i grew up in a city where i could walk freely i want that for my daughter and i want that for myself i mean i want to just walk i mean i really enjoy walking i think it's the freedom so so there is a very selfish perspective to it but i do think that i think uh, i also very driven by the fact that you know it i think it just makes it more equitable more enjoyable for everybody and i think it's very possible in a city like mumbai which has such good public transport infrastructure i think you know we can make this city a city where everybody can walk and we don't have to deal with honking and driving on an everyday basis and you know that's quality of life for me and i think uh, and we had it 30 years ago i mean I, i grew up in the 80s and 90s and now it's gone and i wish that we can bring it back in our cities yeah same 
I mean, uh, most people, I mean, our people, our, I think, of our generation would remember walking to most places. That's a completely lost thing in Bombay now. It was the most enjoyable thing to do. It was the best way to enjoy your city. And I think this is what inspires me. Absolutely. (laughs) To be able to enable everybody to walk and enjoy the city and be healthy and happy. Mother, with the monsoon season, road safety requires even more attention in India, especially given our shocking number of accidents and fatalities. Thank you for shedding light on how we can make our roads safer. So, yeah, no, thank you very much. Uh, and, uh, you know, and really, I'm big message to all of you. Pedestrians need space. Huh? So please ask for it, demand it, and uh, count the pedestrians around you. You will always see that we under-provide for them. So if we all, with a collective voice, ask for more space for pedestrians, I think we will all make our cities happier, healthier places to live. That's my one ask from all of you. Count pedestrians around you and then ask for adequate space for them. Thank you all for listening. Please visit allindiansmatter.in that's A-L-L-I-N-D-I-A-N-S-M-A-T-T-E-R.in for more columns and audio podcasts. You can follow me on Twitter at Ashraf Engineer that's A-S-H-R-A-F-E-N-G-I-N-W-E-R and All Indians Count that's A-L-L-I-N-D-I-A-N-S-C-O-U-N-T Search for the All Indians Matter page on Facebook. On Instagram, the handle is All Indians Matter. Email me at editor at allindiansmatter.in. Catch you again soon. <laughs>